Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe to You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today we have a deep dive for you guys. And it's one that we were inspired to do, I guess you could say, when we were having uh, our discussion with Craig last week or a couple weeks ago. And uh, Michelle's like, I, well, I think you even said it in the episode. I was like, we should do that as a deep dive. So. Here we are. We're doing the Mandela effect as a deep dive. But before we get into the deep dive, I want to. Okay, so last the the last episode as well. I also kind of. I don't know if I don't. I don't remember if you put it in or not. So there was something that I was talking to Michelle about, or I kind of teased, and I may not. It might have been on podcast. May not have been. Point is, um, this is also around the time where, uh. I think this is after the whole pinching incident, and this was also uh, after we talked to Craig and we had talked about aliens and stuff like that. Um, my wife, I guess, had gone to bed early. Well, for us, early is like nine o'clock, and then she woke up. I guess before that, like, or like at somewhere like around one o'clock or something like that, and she like texted me. She's like, "Hey, I'm awake." This and that. I'm like, oh, okay. Um. And I guess she got up to get a glass of water or something like that. And uh, she comes back to bed and she's laying there <clears throat> and but she didn't text me anymore. But then the next morning she told me that she was laying in bed and she couldn't go back to sleep. And then for whatever reason, the thought, this thought came into her head and she, I guess, either said it out loud or I guess said it to herself in her mind. And she was like, when are the aliens coming for me? And then, yeah, and then she just blipped, like her mind just kind of, she kind of like, she thought that and then she kind of like felt like she woke up and she was like, Mm -hmm. what the hell? Like what happened? But she does because she doesn't remember falling asleep. Yeah. So she just remembers kind of like, I guess maybe, or maybe she like dozed and like snapped awake or something, but she just remembers like opening her eyes, like what the fuck, like waking up. And then Mm. she was like. And then she said, she, because uh, when I asked her if I could tell the story, she was like, but also, like, and she, uh, she goes, well, how are you going to tell it? So then I told her, and then she goes, <laughs> and don't forget to, to mention that, like, I guess when she had that little blip or, like, woke up, she was like, well, I guess they came already. <laughs> so, yeah. Do, do you, uh, did you, like, talk to her about, like, our conversation with Craig no, and, like, the alien not stuff? not at all. No. Ooh. I did not talk to her about what, you know, what we talked yeah. about. I, I only talked to her about it when she asked me about it. Because, like, I don't I, know what she'd be cool with me telling her and stuff. Because yeah. she's kind of like, this, this stuff freaks her out and stuff. Yeah. Has she, has that ever happened before? Has she ever had, like, alien dreams like that? Like mm, a, alien dreams? Not that or she's, like, you know, like something like that. I mean, I guess well, she like, didn't really see anything. But, like, to be no. like, when are they coming for me? It's almost like it's happened before and, like, she knew and she's just waiting yeah. for them. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I she's had like alien dreams, but like alien dreams in the sense like of, uh, or like there was an alien dream that she told me about where it was like the the movie, um, the one with Tom Cruise and your boyfriend Justin Chadwick or whatever. Oh, World of uh, Worlds. World, of, yeah, World of the Worlds. Uh, that those him. like it was aliens like that were like attacking and that they were uh. like we were trying to run away and stuff like that, but not like aliens like alien dreams that you've had where like they come for you and they're. You know, you're in your bed and it feels real and this and that. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I know she she had mentioned an alien experience to me once. Like, but so she never she doesn't really say it because her and her friends, I guess, were 
partaking in under the influence yes they were under the influence yes <laughs> and and like literally everybody like they looked out into the sky and they all saw the same thing but it, and it oh. looked like a ufo yeah so i mean i don't know how that stuff works i don't know if like you like the the group can collectively see the same thing yeah i don't um i feel you know? like no so so she did mention that the whole group saw like you know ufo type stuff in the sky so yeah that's cool need to get together with a group and collectively be under the influence (laughs) and see what happens um and i wish i could i would have to just be there okay so i could be the control there you go i could be the control (laughs) the group the group could collectively partake in uh in in stuff and and be under the influence and and i'll be the control since i can't because of work we'll go camping yeah and be out in the middle of nowhere somewhere just laying out looking up at the sky dude imagine that would be so crazy like you guys are seeing it right and then i start but i start to see exactly what you guys are seeing and then like you guys see freaking like grays or something like walking out of the woods and then you all are tripping balls because like you y'all are under the influence so you're not sure if you're actually seeing it or not but then like i'm freaking the fuck out because like i'm not and i actually see this shit happening be fucking crazy dude Dude, i'm well i'm telling you man like or you know what would be even crazier is if we could see it because we were under the influence but it was like invisible but you could still see mm. like like you know like the predator how he has that like yeah. invisible yeah like that's what you're seeing but we're actually seeing like physical form that'd be or, crazy or, yeah that, yeah anyway so yeah that was that it's was like, that whole little thing <laughs> with uh with valeria that she had uh she had talked to me or like she, she had discussed yeah. it with me and i was like i wanted to tell you but then like I didn't know if it was cool for me to share because I didn't know if she was cool with me sharing. And then I saw so I left you kind of like cliffhanger and you're yeah. like, well, get permission first and then tell me. And I was like, yeah. right, well, I saw it last night before we went to bed. I was like, hey, can I share this on the podcast? And that she's like, okay, creepy. how are you gonna how are you gonna tell it? Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, it was it, and it was weird because um, she had never like I, I feel like she had never told me anything like that before. So then the other thing that I wanted to share with you was last night. Um, which was the 19th, uh, the day after my actual birthday, <clears throat> by the way, I, we predicted it, the, I, we, I actually did go to Austin already and <laughs> it was an amazing time. So I, I thought so. It yeah. Fun. Uh, so then the 18th was my actual birthday, which, uh, and then, so I went out to dinner with dad and Ruth and, um, then on, uh, the 19th which was a Saturday, I, we went to uh, my in-laws house uh, over there in Matamoros and, and we had a cookout and stuff like that. We were out there uh, outside and stuff like that, you know, we were all talking, my brother-in-law like made like a little fire and then me, me and him were standing by the fire and everybody was freezing their butts off under the porch because <clears throat> nobody wanted to get smoky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, my brother-in-law goes, he turns to me and he goes, hey, look, there's a, lechu- a le- uh, lechusa over there. And I turn around and we see a lechusa flying in the air, like away from us. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then he goes, yeah, it came out of that out of that window right there. And so like next door to my, my in-law's house, there's like an empty lot. It's like, uh-huh. it's like cemented over, but it's empty. And then uh-huh. uh, next to the lot is a house. And I guess people live on the first floor 
but the second floor is like abandoned and it's like a restroom <sighs> or something but it's abandoned uh-huh. and it's got like it, the little window that it came out of is like a little rectangle like maybe i don't know like 13 inches by what eight inches yeah maybe uh-huh. something like it's it's rectangular it's not it's yeah. not like a square window and it's it's not that big it's kind of small so uh so it came out from that little window and there's two of those like back to back, but he said, that, but they said that the top floor is kind of like abandoned. It's a restroom, but nobody lives there. Mm-hmm. So the lechusa like flew out from there. Yeah. I was like, Oh, and then, so like I had all these thoughts in my head that, you know, like <laughs> it's a witch that's living there and all this yeah. other stuff. And so, yeah, but that was, that's- I mean, it's like not super like long or anything, but that was just a little crazy thing that happened that he was like, Hey, yeah. look, a lechusa. And cause he knows like, I'm, like I'm into this stuff and we have the podcast and stuff. He like, he pointed it out to me. I was like, Oh shit. Uh, that's creepy. But, um, uh, do you got anything to share with us? I don't think I have any spooky updates for you. Um, Oh, you know what? And this might be, um, the next, this is not really a spooky update for like that happened, but just, I like want to put it out into the universe or like throw it out there. So, um, Ever since we had Bill and Rob on, um, and then Bill sent us that email, and like he talked about like astonishing legends, and that's another podcast that that I love. Like you want to talk about deep dives, they deep dive everything. Like it's it's a great podcast to listen to if you guys love the stuff that we talk about. Um, and they yeah they make our deep dives look like fucking a paragraph (laughs) look like footnotes in a yeah no seriously seriously though um but anyway so they i am i haven't listened to them in so long so i'm kind of like going back in in the catalog or whatever and right now i'm on um uh some episodes that they have on remote viewing are you familiar with remote viewing okay uh it sounds familiar but i yeah maybe once you start to explain i'd be like oh yeah i know what that is well i don't want to explain it because i want that to possibly be one of our deep dives but um all that to say is like they have the the guest that they have on and that they're talking to is a, a remote viewing uh instructor i guess or teacher and they've actually learned from her and have vouched for her like they didn't think that they could do it like they not that they thought it was bullshit, but they're like, well, I don't have a psychic bone in my body. Like, there's no way that I'll be able to have any success with this. And they had some success. So now they're like, mine is blown. Um, but yeah, so I want to read her books. I'm probably going to be purchasing her books and, and see what's up with that. And um, she's got some like free courses and stuff. And, and then I guess more in-depth ones that you pay for and whatnot. But I'm just like, hmm. This looks fascinating and interesting. So if you don't know what remote viewing is, probably be your next deep dive. Um, and yeah, so that I think that topic's going to be coming up probably um, in these next few episodes and whatnot. All right, guys. So we're going to get into this deep dive. It's well, let's just get into it. Michelle, uh, take. Take this into this. Yes, yeah. Mandela right, so effect. Mandela effect. Why is it called the Mandela effect? Um, Nelson Mandela. So um, it, it all started. If you guys don't know who Nelson Mandela is, I do want to just do like a quick little like, who is he? Because uh, I feel like it's important. But so he was a social rights activist and a politician and a philanthropist. So he was kind of like South Africa's uh, Martin Luther King kind of thing, where um, 
because, you know, we, we had our segregation and, and all that stuff that we were dealing with here in the States. Um, but South Africa had it like 10 times worse. Like they were even more brutal if, if that can, if, I mean, kind of blows your mind that it could even be worse, but he, he was big in, and hugely involved in that, that movement in the twenties, um, to, to kind of get equality and whatnot. And he ended up being arrested and he was imprisoned for 30 years, if I'm not mistaken, something like 30 years. And then as soon as he came out, he was elected president. And uh, in 2013, he ended up passing away. And that's when all this shit kind of starts because lots of people remembered that he died in prison so that when when in 2013 it was like oh nelson mandela has passed away people were like wait but he already died how did he die again um so fiona broom who kind of was a person who dubbed the mandela effect the mandela effect was the the person who kind of was, was one of the people who i'm like struggling with words right now was one of the people who remembered him dying in prison so it, the mandela effect came to be this shared uh false memory phenomenon um she dubbed it the mandela effect because it this it was like it was in reference to her remembering that nelson mandela had died in prison in the late 80s when in fact he had died in 2013 like i said um after after he served as president of south africa from 1994 to 1999 Despite knowing that he didn't die in the late 80s, she remembers international news coverage of the Mandela effect of Mandela's death uh, from that time and found others who remembered the same thing. And I personally remember when this whole Mandela effect came about, like this was like the main thing or that kind of like snowballed it of, of him dying, you know, in prison. I'm like, no, yeah, he mm-hmm. he did. Didn't he? And. I mean, I went down that rabbit hole too. And then obviously there's like this long list of different things that. Uh, yeah. I are think Mandela effect. I think for her, I think she discovered uh, the whole, or she dubbed it the Mandela effect in 2010, if I'm not mistaken, they were like at a con or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she found a bunch of people like you mentioned that had, um, that also remember him dying. In and 2010. Then- yeah, in 2010, and then, then he actually died in 2013. So, like, I guess I don't know if she was talking about it or, or what happened, but she was like, "Yeah, I remember him being dead, but apparently he's still alive and this and that." And the people were like, "Yeah, we remember him dying too." Blah blah blah. And then, like three years later, he actually died. Yeah. So it was it was crazy, but like, uh, go ahead. I think you what? were saying about being, you know. Because, yeah, I mean, I I remember, too, like, uh, when he actually died in 2013, I was like, wait, wasn't this motherfucker dead already? Like, I I distinctly remember in school learning that he had died. Well, yeah, and, and, like, that's what I don't get is, like, people, and and we're going to talk about it to you guys, about false memories and kind of, like, the more science-y stuff uh, about the Mandela effect. But I'm, I'm just, like, I don't remember that with anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have false memories of other celebrities dying and then still being alive like why is this this one in particular like so 
like profound i guess that i'm Mm -hmm. like no like he i mean i feel like i didn't really watch the news when i was a kid right but i feel like i i've i've heard it that he had passed away the only thing that i can think of like as far as like white kids or like white people our age would remember him being like dead Mm -hmm. would be something like along the lines of like when he got out of prison they might have talked like they might have talked about it uh and for whatever reason as a collective mind we all thought oh he died or something but I, I but it doesn't make sense why we think he died rather than him being released from prison you know what i mean so yeah and it's weird for me because i mean if yeah if he was released from from prison and you know served as as president from 1994 1999 like 1994 i was i was 3 yeah. you know what i mean like i i wouldn't remember him coming out of prison and i i do remember um hearing or seeing you know in other articles like as we were trying to to research this that he had he had gotten pneumonia while he was in prison so people thought that he was going to get so sick that he was mm. going to die so that that is one theory yeah. that that that's what news you know news stations were kind of throwing out there's like he might die because he's sick with pneumonia and he also even said himself like i fear that i'm gonna have the same uh like outcome the same it starts with a d uh destiny uh well that he was gonna have the same um oh my god that he was gonna end up dying like i guess some of the other prisoners there who had gotten pneumonia and i mean obviously if they're in prison and on top of that they're black they're not being taken care of the way Mm -hmm. they should be so he thought that fate that does not start with a d (laughs) (laughs) he was gonna he was gonna have the same fate as some of his other uh you know inmates where they ended up passing away um and that was broadcasted in the news so maybe that's do you know when that was broadcasted in the news because if it was in the if it was in the late 80s that could be what she remembered that kind of triggered that memory as far as you know yeah i mean yeah i don't i don't really remember obviously he was still in prison so if he was you know released what early 1990s then yeah yeah it it could have been that but yeah because i think i think i was barely gonna start kindergarten in like 94 95 or something like that because yeah so i mean again i i for whatever reason i remember learning that he passed away in 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 school but it Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I could shit. Human memory, know. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, we're we're gonna get into that. We're we're gonna put on and take off our tinfoil hats, guys. Don't worry. Like yeah. we 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 have both feet planted. Well, firmly. I guess we should. I was gonna say, but we should probably have our feet planted more firmly in the in the science. But um, but the tinfoil hat is also very fun. So we're gonna get into those theories too. And I always just like to wonder. So that's how my brain works. So we'll 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 do both. Don't worry. So obviously, let's put on our tinfoil hats. First big thing is that we are like living in an alternate reality or like some sort of parallel universe situation is going on. So popular theories around the Mandela effect suggest that it happens when our reality interacts with other realities. And the idea of multiple realities comes from the uh, from quantum physics and the string theory. And if you guys don't know what string theory is, uh, string theory is the idea 
in theoretical physics that, yeah, physics, that reality is made up of infinitesimal vibrating strings smaller than atoms, electrons, or quarks. Yeah. Can you tell that that was copy and pasted? Because I never would use those words all in one sentence. <laughs> I didn't know that these words existed or meant. Um, but based on this idea, our universe is one of many in an infinite number of universes known as the multiverse of madness. Who's going to go watch Doctor Strange? Uh, I, am. I am. Well, I don't know. I, I I might watch it when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, like, I, I really do want to watch it, but it's not like... One of those. Like, it's not like Spider-Man. Yeah, no. Like I, Spider-Man, I have to go watch. Like Batman, I have to go watch in the theaters. Yeah. Eternals, like I still literally haven't watched it and it's it's already on Disney+. Plus. How dare you. I do want to watch it, but it's <laughs> yeah. just not like on my to-do list. I, I will I, say. I would, I'd be more inclined to go watch Multiverse of Madness in the movies though. Yeah. No, yeah. I, and I will say like this is, sorry, very quickly off tangent, <laughs> but I had never seen Doctor Strange like when the first movie came out. And so, like, when Carlos and I were together, we started, like, watching all the Marvel movies again. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, like, Doctor Strange this, Doctor Strange that. I was like, I've actually never seen it. So he's like, what the fuck? So he put it, I was like, it just never, like, caught my attention. And he's just not a superhero that I really was into or whatever. Yeah. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's my second favorite superhero. But because... Like a lot of a lot of this, like talking about like the multiverses and I mean, he's essentially a freaking magician, right? Like a wizard. And then like they're mm. talking about chakras and astral projection and blah, blah, blah. I was like looking at Carlos like this is all the shit that I talk about. Like it's in it's in a it's in a superhero. You know what I mean? Mm. And so I was like mind blown. And on top of that, like my hands are my most important like part, like because that's what I use to create everything so like if my hands got all fucked up like his did like that would be the end so like i could like relate about how important like our hands, hands are, are. Yeah. yeah and so anyway all that to say he's multiverse my second favorite oh. yeah multiverse no he's my second favorite and yes multiverse <laughs> of menace but anyway so back on track um so while the math of the string theory is good it still remains unproven and still very much controversial but I feel like science is, I mean, we had this conversation too about how science has to kind of meet up with like, I guess the spiritual spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I do feel like there are some like with consciousness and, and things like that, that there's more science that's trying to get into it. I mean, it's obviously a slow progression, but I think, I feel like it's happening. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I, I just feel like a lot of science scientists out there are still very closed off to this because we have some family members who are, you know, atheists and stuff like that. that obviously don't believe in any of this who probably don't even listen to our podcast because they're like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to something that I don't, you know, believe in, which is fine, you know, <clears throat> to each their own. But I, I definitely do, like we've mentioned or discussed, you know, until like more scientific minds are a little bit more willing to <clears throat> open themselves up to that kind of, you know, uh, yeah like yeah just open their minds a little bit more to to those possibilities 
and actually, you know, trying to uh, research or, or prove or disprove, which I guess in their minds, this has already been disproven, but I don't think it's going to, it's going to go like anywhere, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like it's kind of like what past guests have talked about how there's going to be some people that are left behind because they just don't like want to open their minds to, to mm-hmm. these kinds of things or like changes and, and, and whatnot. And so like, uh, I mean, I think it was Craig that said, right, that like some people are going to be going to college while some are going to be staying in kindergarten kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I think, I mean, that's part of it. Um, but you're actually going to get to go to college, sissy. I hope so. Maybe high school. I don't know if I'll make it to college just like real life. Anyway, um, I, I, I did want to kind of I don't I don't want to leave the whole alternate reality parallel universe just quite yet. Um but so, you know, it, it is a theory that somehow some people transferred from like one reality into another one or from one universe into another one. And I, I a lot of the videos that I was reading and articles that I was reading, you know, scientists were like, that's not possible because, you know, if our physical body, we're all made out of like atoms and stuff. And like if our physical body came, like the books would stay the same as well and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, okay, well, what if it's not necessarily that we're physically, like our physical being is going from one into another, but it, if it's just like a, a conscious memory that maybe that was in like a different universe that we just, or, I mean, kind of like uh, when we remember past lives, like obviously. Or like the, butter, the butterfly effect, the movie, the butterfly yeah. effect, like every time he would go like he would read or watch his movies or whatever and go back into that point in time in his mind i'm not really sure if they ever explained whether he was like time traveling or if he was going into like an alternate reality i'm sure it was like a reality thing because he would change something in in the video or the journal entry and then his whole reality would change yeah and but yeah and and i I guess i'm thinking a bit more of a like a it's your consciousness remembering something it's not that your Mm -hmm. whole physical being is actually going from one universe to another it's just like a maybe you like your yourself in one universe and yourself in like this universe like almost like Mm -hmm. share a a memory because there's definitely been times where i'm like is i mean i guess kind of like a deja vu right where you're like i've like this has happened before and it's similar maybe but not exactly the same like i've definitely had moments of deja vu where i'm like i know exactly what's about to happen but now that i'm saying now this that out I, loud yeah, i fucked it up happen. and it's not yeah. gonna yeah and um i mean there's times where i just like sit there silently and see if it plays out and like it ends up playing out the way that it, i remember it kind of thing but and then there's times where i'll interrupt whatever is happening and be like wait this has happened before and then the end of that part like doesn't kind of mm-hmm. map out like i fucked it up by remembering like you know so yeah anyway but uh so yeah i mean i i, I guess my i don't want to say my theory but like yeah when people try to like shit on this theory about like an alternate reality saying like oh your whole physical being can't move into another one without everything staying the same and blah 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 i'm like what if it's just like a memory that's like dropped in or like you connected for a split second and you see that reality or like that other Michelle's reality where 
Nelson Mandela did die in prison. Mm-hmm. And that you're remembering that memory from like a different Michelle, a different version of yourself kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, that was my <laughs> tinfoil hat. We can take it off or actually, no, keep it on because you're going to go into another little tinfoil hat. Right. Yeah. So when so when I was looking up info um, for this, I I ran into something that I thought some uh, somebody had talked to us about recently or emailed us about, but then when I went back, it wasn't actually in there. So I was confused. I was like, wait, I thought I saw, <laughs> there, but it wasn't. Huh. Um. Anyway, it's called the Blood Moon uh, Tetrad. I had never heard of this before. Yeah. No. Like it vaguely feels or sounds familiar, but I don't think. Yeah. I don't think no, yeah, I, I have no clue what this was. So I saw it and I was like, hmm, this is, I wonder what this is. So uh, there is a video out, out uh, video that was uploaded by somebody on YouTube. Uh, I guess their channel is called uh, Shine the Light 73. And the video is titled The Mandela Effect Exploded After the 2014 2015 Biblical Moon Blood Tetrad. So. The Blood Moon prophecies um, state that a tetrad or a series of four consecutive lunar eclipses, all totaling, all total and coinciding on Jewish holidays with six full moons in between and not intervening partial lunar eclipses, uh, began uh, began with the April 2014 lunar eclipse, which was the beginning of the end of times as described in the Bible in the book of Joel. Acts 2.20 and Revelation 6.12 and the Tetrad ended in the lunar eclipse of September 27th, 28th of 2015. So what's crazy about this or what's weird about that, this, so the Mandela effect or Nelson Mandela died, actually died in 2013, right? And then Mm -hmm. these lunar eclipses started happening or this Tetrad started happening in 2014 where the Mandela effect was supposedly Mm. really boomed. Like it yeah. really took off, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that that's that's interesting to me is what it says here about uh, that in the Bible. It's saying, I mean, I don't know. It, so I feel like a hypocrite saying, okay, in the Bible it says the world's going to end, this and that, but because <laughs> uh, I for the sake of the episode and like what I believe in the Bible. Right. <laughs> no, no, that's but that's not. No, I. Oh I, my god. It's the Bible for the sake of at, comparison, or like I don't know. Sorry. Okay, so okay, so, so so what's going on here, or the reason why I'm like, okay, yes, the, the Bible's telling the truth this time, and it's not that I'm saying that the Bible's telling the truth, but it, this this kind of coincides if this is true about you know it predicting the 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 blood moon tetrad or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, if it has already occurred, uh which according to this it has is this is the beginning of the end of times, right? So this again goes in line with an email we received recently. And it also, which they talked about something similar to this and stuff that we've talked about with Craig already about there being a shift in the world where stuff is starting to, and what you yes, uh, that we're starting to go through this change in the world. And eventually there's going to be some type of like almost a rapture type event, except it's different because it's not, people who necessarily believe in Jesus that are going to be raptured. It's going to be people, I guess, who have opened their minds instead. I think if that's, if I'm remembering correctly, I could be wrong. 
Michelle, jump in and save me if you. No, I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, I was trying to think of a, a a different way of like saying it, but I guess like whose consciousness is you know a little higher. Yeah, <laughs> or more. They're like on a higher we, frequencies. Yeah. There you go. We'll we'll say that. Um. So yeah. So when I when I read this and and I again I didn't know what the moon tetrad was. So the article that I read literally just mentioned this video and didn't really mention what what that was so i went and i looked it up and and that's the definition i just read um but yeah so again it it was very interesting to me that this mentions this because of the things that we've already discussed with wajid and with craig and you know possibly with a a future guest um yeah but yeah so it was um it was crazy to to see that and again the fact that the the lunar tetrad uh or the blood moon tetrad occurred after mandela passing which uh one of the like examples of the mandela effect has to do with this so i don't know it was yeah it was interesting to me to see this so when again when i originally started like looking into the mandela effect if you like type in like mandela effect into google you won't actually get a wikipedia page for the mandela effect what you get uh, a Wikipedia page for is something called, um, I guess it, <clears throat> it's a psychology thing. It's um, a false memory. <clears throat> so what a false a false memory is a phenomenon where someone remembers something that didn't happen or remembers it differently than the way it actually happened. So false memories were first in, in, first investigated by Pierre Janet, and I th- um, I think it's Janet and not Janet because he's French. So <laughs> we'll go with P- Pierre Janet. Or Pierre. Like uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Margot, not Margot. Or Margot, Margot. Like, I've had her be called oh that, goodness. my dog. And I'm like, it's, this T is not pronounced. <laughs> Can I tell you <clears throat> anyway. a T joke? Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It's just, uh, sorry, I thought it was hilarious. It was there's this. Uh, person that a friend on instagram that a friend of mine was like oh like go look at like the captions the captions are always funny whatever and i'm like all right so it's always this like really like serious like model pose but then he asks his fiance to caption the photos Mm -hmm. and they're always like just ridiculous so like to kind of take away from the seriousness of like the model pose that he's because he actually is a model Mm -hmm. um but anyway so he's like doing this like weird like t-shape with his with his arms in the photo so yeah. he's like what what should i caption this and she's like t for pterodactyl and then just like busts out laughing apparently like, <laughs> okay but pterodactyl, pterodactyl starts with a p, with a p. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i i busted out laughing and i thought it was hilarious so oh sorry my God. just had to share that <laughs> i didn't know the punchline but when she said that i was like but i in myself oh, yeah. I was like pterodactyl starts with a p yeah that was it. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Moving on. Well, Continue. so again, the false memories were first investigated by Pierre Genet and uh, Sigmund Freud. So Freud was fascinated with the, the mem- with memory in general and how it could be understood and used and manipulated. And but and some claim that his studies were actually influential in contemporary me- in contemporary memory research, uh, including research into the field of false memories, which is why we're mentioning him right now. Uh, Genet, who is a French neurologist, is also known for his contributions to memory research. Uh, he contributed to false memory research through his ideas on dis- dissociation, uh, which is a mental process of dis- 
disconnecting from one's thoughts, uh, feelings, memories, or sense of identity. So this would be like uh, disassociative disorders, like people with um, well, disassociative, like where where they they <laughs> like I guess it would be split because split. Uh, no, no, like split where he, um, because he's supposedly uh, schizophrenic in in the in the in the movie, but th- those aren't symptoms of schizophrenia. So. Um, but yeah, so along those lines, like where he, the, his reality isn't. He's like not active. His mind isn't actively like present in like what is like yes. going on. Like he's, he's somewhere else and like he just completely, mm-hmm. yeah, well, disassociates yeah. from what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is memory retrieval. Uh, the other uh, area that his, his research contributed to was fall, uh, memory retrieval through hypnosis. Although it was found that hypnosis does not work well as a memory retrieval method, people who have been hypnotized tend to feel very confident that their memories are accurate, which contributes to the persistence of false memories. So <clears throat> there was a show that I saw recently. It's a doctor show. It's called um, uh, New Amsterdam. Uh, it was very interesting because there was a doctor. She's a cancer, like a, she's an oncologist, which is a doctor that you know helps people with cancer and stuff like that and um she was testifying in court for one of her patients because during a procedure or something that they were doing to her the the um the patient remembered something that had happened a trauma that had happened to her she was sexually assaulted so then uh so they were in court because they were they were you know she accused this man and they were trying to you know she was trying, they were trying to put, get him in jail and stuff like that. Right. Um, Because of what he had done according to her, because of her memory. So then they had a psychologist come in and, and uh, talk, talk about it on the stand about false memories. I believe it was false memories because after reading this, I was like, I think that's what it was. Um, So they end up um, asking him, you know, if this is, you know, if this can actually be used or if it's, it's legitimate and stuff like that. And they're like, and he basically said that, um, like the way the whole situation happened, like it's very, it's very hard to um, rely on her memory from so long ago to try and convict him now as she, you know, he wasn't trying to say that it didn't happen. He wasn't trying to, you know, discredit her, but because she had like not remembered it for so long and all of a sudden, because of one thing happening, she remembered what supposedly happened to her so many years ago. Like he, he was not discrediting her, but like he was just saying it's, it's not scientifically, it's not something that's supposed like that can happen. Yeah. So then the doctor gets all upset about it. The oncologist and she's like, they're fighting because they work at the same hospital and they're supposed to be friends and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So he's like, I didn't do this to like screw you. I'm just giving my, my professional opinion. Mm-hmm. So then she remembers a thing that happened to her as a kid where she like, her dad supposedly left her, abandoned her with her mom and this and that. And so her mom always like, ne- she never had a real relationship with her father because her mom always told her, oh, your dad did this or did that or he left uh, and he, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And 
so he he so she's like telling him i but she actually goes i remember all these details so so she tells him like where she supposedly was what like the weather was like what happened when he supposedly um pushed her away because she had some prayer beads or something and they ended up busting and he said that she said that it happened when he pushed her away and this and that so they're going through these these memories and so later on he comes back to her and he's like suppose the day that you you know that uh that you you talked about on this like around this time there was no rain this and that so he's like giving her facts about what happened and then so she's like she's getting more pissed off because she's like are you you're, you're trying to tell me that my memory isn't isn't correct and then so he tells her about the part where you know supposedly the father pushes her away and breaks her beads he goes that doesn't make sense because the only way that beads would break like that is if you know he was holding on to them and somebody was pulling you away <clears throat> so then like now her memory starts to like really come back and she's like oh shit like so she was upset and then she comes back and she tells him look i i know i was pissed at you but like she remember now that what had actually happened was the mother was kicking the father out the father was trying to like hug the daughter and be like you know i love you this and that blah 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 but the Mm -hmm. mother grabbed the daughter and pulled her away from the father and broke the beads so this is like so those are how false memories were created which we're going to get into more right now where uh, those ideas and those memories were implanted in her, like from the mother telling her, this is what happened. This is how it happened. This and that. Uh, and it is something that we kind of discussed the other, the other night as well, like where you're told something and then you believe it. And then you find out later on that, well, that's not actually how it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I, I didn't say oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. So that's why they say hypnosis too is, is kind of, it's kind of tricky because, in hypnosis, there's also something. <clears throat> uh, where is it? Oh, I know. I'll get into that right now. So, so false memories again are untrue or distorted recollections of events. Uh, some false memories contain elements of fact resembling the actual event, while others are entirely false. Again, going back, the reason why I, I went on about this ep- this episode of the show was because it it. it it goes along with what's what's happening here. So, so there were certain elements of that memory that she had that happened, which like was her father leaving and this and that, uh, and there being an argument between the mother and the father. But the so there there's there's parts of it that were true, um, but there's other parts that the mother kind of like told her that were completely false. But she remembers it that way because that's what the mother told her. Mm-hmm. Um, Memory mistakes are also common because memory, the memory doesn't work like a camera. So unless you have like a, a, an eidetic memory or a photographic memory, uh, you're not going to remember everything exactly how it happened. <clears throat> and then research has, researchers have also discovered a way to induce false memories, which is oh, wow. the, the – what's up? I said, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they've discovered a way to induce false memories, which is called the Dies-Rodiger – uh, McDermott task paradigm or the DRM, <laughs> the DRM par- task paradigm is what we're going to call it. Um, so what this is, is people are asked to read a list of related words like zebra, monkey, whale, snake, elephant, all they all, what they all have in common is they're all animals. So then after they read this list later on, they're asked um, if they remember a certain word and this is called a lure word. So the lure word uh, is related to the list, but wasn't actually on the list. So, for example, like the word lion. So they would say, uh, 
you know, do you remember the word lion uh, being on the list? And mm. because it's related to all the other uh, words that were on that list, again, being a, an animal, people, um, participants will actually remember the lore word and recall reading it, even though it was never on the list. And uh, it even though it was never on the list and these induced false memories can be remembered up to as long as 60 days. So, wow. you know, it's, it's yeah. So how this relates to the Mandela effect, if people, you know, again, like Michelle was talking about earlier about how the, the news reported that he was sick, you know, he, like he was really sick uh, and that he was like on the verge of dying basically uh people will remember that and be like oh you know you know did he did he possibly die so uh, another i guess aspect that can can kind of make the mandela effect happen i guess Mm -hmm. uh would be confabulation is a false statements or retelling of events that lack relevant uh evidence or factual support and while these are technically false statements the speaker will um, regard them, regard these statement as fact, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you you've say ever Donald Trump. Yeah, well, and I was gonna say I don't know if you've ever had that happen where somebody will say something just like completely bogus, but they say it with such confidence and they're so sure of themselves that you're like, well, maybe they're are they right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because because I mean they're able to just say it like so confidently, so you're like. Well, I'm doubting myself now, and yeah. maybe I'm wrong, and they're right, and it could be just like complete nutter bullshit. But um, so people don't intentionally confabulate, according to Lisa Bartolotti. Bart- Bartolotti. Oh, we'll say that uh, <laughs> she she's a philosophy philosophy professor from the University of Birmingham in the UK. Um, but this is a, a common symptom of people with Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia. And when someone with dementia confabulates, they are, they're not trying to intentionally deceive people. They just don't have the necessary information or awareness to recall a specific memory or, or events accurately. Um, so, I, and I think that kind of goes back to sometimes like people saying something with such confidence and like you like believe them because they are so certain of it and Mm -hmm. so you're like all right well then maybe that's fact or maybe that actually happened and so uh another cause of the mandela effect would be something like priming which so priming describes a phenomenon in which exposure to certain stimulus influences someone's uh response to the stimulus that follows so for example a person hears grass, they're more likely to remember the word tree or lawnmower, also known as suggestibility, and it can influence a person's reaction to a memory. For example, another example, uh, an example of this would be like, uh, so if you're asked the question, what shade of blue was the wallet, as opposed to what color was the wallet? With the first question, the, you're, the person's more likely to remember the wallet as blue because you're, you're giving them that, like... Uh, you're telling them. Uh, yeah, you're telling them, but yeah. So they're more likely to remember that. And the second question uh, of what color was the wallet is more open-ended and they're more and therefore it's it's less likely to have an influence on the memory. 
again going back to that episode where where the the mother tells her certain things happen right Mm -hmm. so so she remembers it that way so for example the mother told her that the father pushed her away and so when she she remembers the beads breaking which actually happened but because the mother implanted the idea or she primed her with the idea that oh they broke because of your father pushing you away she remembers the father like pushing her away and breaking the beads it wasn't until her friend the psychologist tells her it doesn't make sense for beads to break if you're being pushed away it's more like you know you had the prayer beads in your hand you're being pulled away from him and he's grabbing your arm to like hold on to you and the beads like he he grabs like he grabbed the beads and and that's how you broke them and then mm-hmm. that's that starts to trigger her memory like oh he should you're right type of thing um so that goes into the whole priming aspect of this whole thing because there's another there's another a study that I was reading that they did. I don't remember exactly how it was, but they were talking about how they, they gave different, um, they showed video to like certain number of people of car crashes. Mm -hmm. Uh, and in these car crashes, they had, um, there was different speeds, but they weren't told the speeds. Then later on they were asked, they were asked about the car crashes and depending on the way that the, 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 um, question was asked people actually remember things that didn't actually happen for example if they were asked uh like how fast were they going when the cars smashed into each other they would say like a certain speed right Mm -hmm. then when they were asked was there broken glass if an adjective like smashed was used rather than Mm -hmm. collided People remember there being broken glass when there actually, in fact, was no broken glass at all. Oh. So when you are told things, oh, I think this uh, goes back into the Mandela effect as well. So when uh, the, the way this ties into the Mandela effect, again, going back to those reports that were being put out when he had the pneumonia, the 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 reporters unintentionally are saying, okay, he could possibly like there's a possibility that he might die because of the pneumonia, this and that. Like you're kind of without doing it, like you're not doing it on purpose, but you're telling these people there's a possibility he's going to die. So you you kind of that's implanted Plant in that your scene. mind. Yeah. So then you hear that. Then you hear you think die, 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 that he's probably going to die, this and that. So then later on, your mem- when you when you're trying to remember this, you remember you don't necessarily remember that they say, oh, he, he had pneumonia, he might die. All you remember is die so then you're like oh he died in prison Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that's kind of how that could have come about and been you know um like not twisted around but been remembered incorrectly you know what i mean and again yeah misremember so we would you would we would have to or i guess we would have to try and write like look up when uh when this was yeah when those reports came out and if it was in fact in the late 80s that's probably that could have that could be why so many people remember him um dying in prison at that time when in fact he never actually died or it could be that we're living in an alternate reality i like that one better (laughs) just kidding am i though uh Oh, sorry. It wasn't pneumonia. It was actually tuberculosis. Oh, yeah. He that's... fell ill with tuberculosis in 1988. Towards the tail end of his prison. Oh, 88? Oh, 
Yeah, 88. Okay, so see that then that lines up with her remembering there being reports that he died in the late 80s. Damn, did I just kill the Mandela effect? <laughs> no. So some of the features, I mean, we've already kind of talked about what the Mandela effect is, but um, just like another quick little summary to to round it all off is um, the Mandela effect is having a distorted memory where some parts are partially or entirely inaccurate, um, remembering entire events that didn't happen or several unrelated people remembering similar distorted memories, which that that's the like, it's one thing of like, I was the only one who like remembered incorrectly. Mm-hmm. But when it's like a, a shit ton of people who are like, no, like, I remember this other thing. That's when it like gets kind of like, yeah. for me because it's like, what is happening? Um, I mean, a big one for me, should I get into the examples now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So like a big one for me was Star Wars. Luke, I am your father. Like, I, I, every time we quoted that, it was always Luke, I am your father. Mm-hmm. But it's actually no, I am your father. Which I was like, no bullshit. I remember like when this whole Mandela thing. Like I was like trying to look. I was looking through a shit ton of videos trying to find it. Um, Luke, I am your father. But it was always like, no, I am your father. And yeah. that was one that I like wanted to die on that hill that it was (laughs) Luke I am your father and I it was like watching it for the first time I guess and it was like completely different I was like what the fuck like why is everyone remembering Luke I am your father yeah to be fair with this one uh I think my thing was it was Luke I am your father because one when I saw the the original the original trilogy it was when they they re they put them out again in the in the nineties before they released the the prequel trilogy. So uh-huh. I was still fairly young when I when I watched the whole trilogy with Dad, like in the movies. Uh-huh. So I I don't like I honestly don't remember. So when I saw it as I was older, I was like, oh wow, it does actually say no, I am your father. And for context, I think in that part they're in Cloud City or something like that, and uh, Darth Vader just like chopped luke's hand off and he's like hanging on this thing and yeah he tells him that uh obi-wan told him that darth vader killed his father and that's when he goes no i am your father oh no and then he tells them join me this and that blah 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 and then luke jumps down the i forgot the fuck it's called but he jumps down and they catch him in the or he's hanging from something and then the millennium falcon comes and uh, takes him away but yeah so even, that was context for that literally now even to this day i'm like no <laughs> like you're, <laughs> you're telling me what it is and i've seen it for myself and i'm still like no <laughs> yeah um so i that that one gets me every time um so another one that kind of also got me um was in forrest gump when he says life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get it's actually life was like a box of chocolates, not life is like a box of chocolates. Um, and uh, Eric, we were talking about this earlier, but it, it, you know, it, it could be that like a different cut was used for like the previews versus um, the movie itself. Cause I mean, as you guys know, they don't just film the scene one time. Sometimes it's multiple takes and, you know, with a variety of, of different ways of saying things. And um, Eric, you actually had an example of, of yeah. this, right? So Yeah. So when I saw this, like, 
John Wick, when John Wick came out, I was super excited for it because, I mean, it just, it looked like a fucking badass movie. I love Keanu Reeves and like, uh, just the way he said, like literally it was one line in the fucking previews that, I mean, if all the action in the previews wasn't enough, like this one line (laughs) just had me like, oh man, I want to watch this movie so bad. And it's the line where he, like in the previews, he says, People keep asking me if I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. But he says it like with just such like calm, like badassery. Like it's just like it's the way he delivers the line. I'm like, fuck yes, I'm going to go watch this movie and enjoy the <laughs> shit out of it. And then when I watched the movie, I was I was a little bit disappointed that it, he didn't say it the same way he did in the previews. But I still like the way he said it because I think in the movie he says like uh, – he says, people keep asking me I'm back. And then he goes, I've never really had an answer for them. And then he's like, he yells, or like he's starting to get like more intense as the line keeps going on. So at the end he yells, but yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. And he like yells it like just so like fucking like, Argh. and then he tells the guy basically he's going to fuck up his son and he can either die by his son or like whatever. So anyway, the point is. In, in the previews, it was said one way, and in the movie, it was said another way. So there could also be a Mandela effect later on, you know, for John Wick, where he's like, oh, wait, but he said it this way and not like this way type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And literally in the in the Life is Like a Box of Chocolates, it's one word that's yeah that's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So another one real quick that that's kind of along the same vein as that is um, I'm a Barbie girl. Oh, fuck. Now I don't remember in how. In Barbie what, world? in a bar okay so the 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 way everybody remembers it is i'm a barbie girl in a barbie world but the actual like lyric is i'm a barbie girl in the barbie world bullshit look it up dude i was like uh, wait no it is a barbie world and then and no it's like i literally just heard the song yes yesterday the day before yeah and it's in the barbie world what that's hilarious and i since i was just since i was doing the research on the mandela effect like that song came up and i had just like read it the day before i think too so when i saw that i was like oh let me really pay attention and see if it's actually this and then i was like oh fuck dude it's crazy crazy yeah that's hilarious yeah well another one that kind of like got me was uh Berenstain bears, not Berenstain yeah. bears. Yeah. Um, and I like I loved these books as a child, and I also remember watching the show. Um, and for me, it was always Berenstain bears forever. Yeah. And always will be Berenstain bears. Like even when, because I'm I'm a nanny, when I read these books, I'm like Berenstain, Berenstain. So I'm probably implanting false memories in the <laughs> future <laughs> future generations. They're gonna yeah. be like, I thought it was Berenstain. Um, but I, well, and that kind of goes along with, uh, one of the theories about the Berenstain bears is that, uh, well, I'll I'll talk about that one in a second, but this is like a factual, I guess, kind of theory was that, uh, Berenstain, like the, the S T A I N, Uh not a whole lot of, uh, surnames or last names end with that. Um, it's more common for it to be S T E I N. So people, it's kind of, I almost want to, well, there's people just fucking up, but I was, and it's pronounced the same, so it doesn't matter. But I was going to say our last name where everyone always wants to add an ER to it, but it's O-R. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and but that doesn't really change the pronunciation so it's not a very good example but uh yeah a lot of people are just like no stain doesn't make sense and i think there is even like one teacher who was like it's not like a factual or a real last name so i'm gonna say berenstein and like that's how she like always said it i guess to like her students and things like that because yeah. in her mind it didn't make sense for it to be berenstein um but so an- another more let's put on that tinfoil hat theory about the berenstein bears our universe where the bears were known as the berenstein bears merged with a universe in which the bears were known as the berenstein bears with an a um sometime between 1986 and 2011 oh and i've also again in doing like this research and i think i've mentioned in a previous episode that i always go to the comment sections for everything literally everything and in one of the videos that i was watching with and then they mentioned the berenstain bears or berenstain bears somebody was like no i have uh like that it was a typo essentially that they have an original book from like back in the day that it's a berenstain so with a e-i-n and that supposedly it was pretty common that it had been misspelled but of course when people are like prove it like take a picture and like share it with us they went radio silent and they never uh posted it or anything but yeah well and that's what i was going to mention right now there is actually uh in one of the websites that i used it was uh, knowyourmeme.com where they talk about the Mandela effect was where I got some of this info from. Uh, there was um, somebody actually posted a picture of like a VHS tape and it says the Berenstein bears with an E E I N. And there's also, um, Oh no, I thought they had stuffed animals that had the tag on that. That said Berenstein, oh. but it, it, if you know, if you look at it, well, actually, Okay, so if you look at the tag, I guess we'll have to get these pictures later. Um, if you look at the tag on on the top, it says the Berenstein the Berenstein Bears with an A, but then on the bottom it says Berenstein Mama Bear, and it's with an E I N, and then the other one mm-hmm. is Berenstein Brother Bear, thirteen inch Berenstein Brother Bear, and it's with E I N, even though on the top it's spelled Berenstein with an A I N. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, could have just been a typo this whole time and. Half the people remember A I N and half remember the E I N. Yeah, because I, I mean, I also, yeah, I also remember it being E I N because I always remember hearing Berenstein Bears, Berenstein Bears. And so, uh, again, in doing this research, one of the videos that I was watching, they uh, they played the theme song, I guess, from the the show, and they're saying like even the theme song, like it's kind of like vague ish, sort of to where. Because they had like this like country accent sort of, so they're almost like it's like it could literally be like Berenstain, like it could be it could be both. So if you ever like just like YouTube the the um, the theme song from like when the cartoons were out like back in the day, and it not it's almost kind of like remember the thing that was going around where depending if you're like right brain or left brain, like you would hear one name versus another name and it was like the same audio so it was almost kind of like that where it could go either way if someone told me it was berenstein i'd be like yeah they're saying berenstein but if someone said oh they're saying berenstein i'd be like yeah they're saying berenstein so it could like go either either way so i thought Mm -hmm. that was interesting when i was looking up all that stuff um 
So another example of the Mandela effect was the Monopoly man with his monocle when he, in fact, does not have a monocle. And this one also, I mean, they all blew my mind. I'll be totally honest. But <laughs> this one also blew my mind. Um, and then so I had to, like, dig deep. I'm like, why do I remember him with a monocle? And I'm like, it's even in, like, Ace Ventura when the like, dude has a monocle. Mm. And he's like, oh, like, Monopoly Do not pass code. Do not pass. Do, yeah. do not collect $200. $200. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. he has a monocle. So, yeah, of course, Monopoly Man has a monocle. But apparently, I mean, no, and it could be not. there from why we remember him having a monocle. It could be, yeah. And, I mean, just, just the fashion from that era, like, mm-hmm. everything that he's wearing, monocles were a thing. And it's in cartoons and, you know, other movies and stuff like that. So, I guess we just implanted a monocle onto the Monopoly Man because he's mm-hmm. essentially from that same time period, I guess. But, yeah, yeah. that was super fascinating. Yeah, so so this, other, this next one, for me, I... It, so it's Simbad as the genie Shazam. So I know there's a movie called Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal, but for whatever reason, I also remember like Simbad, the the comedian. Uh, he, I remember there being a genie movie with him. Like I remember he had his hat, his genie outfit, and everything. But I can't remember the movie. And if yeah. you look, if you look up. You know, if you look up, you know, Sinbad Shazam, like, obviously, there's nothing out there because there's there is no movie with him as a genie. Uh, but many people remember the movie. Uh, but, like, again, they could be confusing it with the movie Kazam, mm-hmm. or, you know, with Shaquille O'Neal. But, yeah, that was another one that I, like, I distinctly remember there being a movie. But, like, I can't even remember the plot or, you know, anything that happened with him in the movie and stuff like that. So... Um, I think I, I read something about he did like he was watching pirate movies or like I, I don't know if yeah. he did like a promotion or something and he was dressed as like a genie or something. No. Yeah. So I, I, I again, one of the videos I was watching, I probably should figure out what video it was. <laughs> I can like share with you guys. But um, yeah, so he was doing he was like it was a whole bunch of pirate. He was dressed as a pirate, oh. but he had like a turban, like a genie. Yeah, it looked like a turban. So it looked genie-esque. And um, a lot of his fashion, because he had like his own show too. Um, a lot of his fashion, mm-hmm. especially in like what eight uh, late eighties, like early nineties kind of thing, is like very bright colors and and just some. And he would always wear like vests and stuff like that, like open vests. So his uh, his style back then too, like this this quoting this video is very genie esque, is what they said. And I was like, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I can kind of see it and. And me too, I, I definitely remembered that it was Sinbad and not Shaquille O'Neal. And it's funny that they remember it as Shazam, like the S-H, like mm-hmm. in Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, anyway, but yeah, so I was that one for me was like, no, yeah, I remember it. Like I could, I could literally see the cover in my mind, mm-hmm. but it's Shaquille O'Neal. It's not yeah. Sinbad, so... And it's Kazam, not Shazam. And it's Kazam, not Shazam, exactly. Yeah, that one that one was uh was an interesting one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other one, another one that's commonly um you know mistaken is Jiffy, like the peanut butter. It's not Jiffy, it's Jif. Uh a lot of people say that it could be that they're combining Jif and Skippy, which Skippy is a a peanut butter mm-hmm. brand. Yeah. Uh, as well but uh yeah or that i was also thinking like jiffy lube but i don't know how yeah. you confuse jiffy lube with peanut butter 
but yeah, it's it's Jif and not Jiffy. But a lot of people, yeah. and I think I think Craig even said that he remembers it being Jiffy. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah. I don't I don't. I feel like that one was one that I was like, no, I I remember Jif. Yeah, because I, I, as the commercials goes, Mom, yes, exactly. Mike, you choose Jif, choose Jif. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I sing, I sing it in my mind too, and I was like, yeah. no, I think it's always been Jif. Um, Looney Tunes. Yeah. This one, I was like, eh, like yeah. maybe you'd be able to like get me to think otherwise, but that one I do. Re- so Looney Tunes was Looney L O O N E Y, and then Tunes was T O O N S, but it's actually Looney spelled the same, and Tunes like musical tunes, like T U N E S. And I forgot why they went with tunes is like tunes like music. It, it has something I don't I th- I don't remember. I remember reading it one time, but I don't remember right now why it's tunes with like music tunes and not tunes like cartoons. Yeah, um, that one that one I know because like the the double O in Looney for whatever reason. Like I'm like no, I I remember that double O there, but definitely not mm-hmm. that many O's in the in the. Uh, title i guess whatever uh so the other one one of the mo- uh, other common ones is curious uh curious george having a tail when in fact he he doesn't have a tail uh that one i also feel like could be confused because they call him a curious little monkey oh, and yeah. monkeys monkeys have tails and but apes don't so technically he's an ape not a monkey but i don't know if that's why people confuse it or they just because i mean i don't think you're thinking as a kid Apes are uh, apes don't have yeah. tails, you know. Monkeys <laughs> monkeys have tails, so that's why I remember him having a tail. But yeah, I, that could be why. I'm not sure though. Eh, I... For me, I feel like that one. I think subconsciously, I always knew he didn't have a tail. But when I read it as like one of the Mandela effect things, I was like, "Oh, it would make sense." And I was like, "No, no, no, no." And then I was quickly it was like, "No, I I don't remember him having a tail." Mm-hmm. Um, so that one I. I'm not in one of the, but for sure the Star Wars, the Forrest Gump, and Berenstein Bears, like those three in particular, were like, no, I remember. I and, guess it would a, be the false. in a Barbie world. Well, apparently, right? Because I just sang it incorrectly. But <laughs> um, oh, so um, and Eric, I know this is one of your sources, and like I, I was going through and reading them just to kind of give another example was Pikachu or Pikachu's tail. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember seeing that one. Yeah. So I, I was, am kind of was before uh, I was a cake decorator. So I would decorate a lot of cakes and I, I, I have this memory in my brain too. That's why this one kind of threw me off was uh, I was decorating a Pokemon cake and they wanted Pikachu on the cake. And I, knew that he had something on his tail like a different color on his tail and i thought it was on the tip of his tail like a zigzag that brown like zigzag pattern thing that he has and i mm-hmm. drew it that way and then somebody came over and like correct i don't know if it was maybe the customer got it or something like corrected me and they're like that's his tail is wrong i was like the fuck no it's not like i grew up on on pokemon or whatever and then i like googled it and that like brown little zigzag is at the base of his tail and like the mm-hmm. tip of his tail is is yellow. And that shit threw me off. And then to see it on the Mandela effect, like as one of the examples, I was like, oh, shit. OK, so I'm not the only one who kind of remembered that incorrectly. But yeah. yeah, I thought that was interesting. 
Yeah, another one that the people a lot of people say is like the Sex in the City. Is like yeah. people say Sex in the City, and apparently it's Sex and the City. And the City, yeah. yeah. I, I was definitely a in the city person. Mm-hmm. That's what I remembered. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, the other one that I saw that threw me off was C C three PO having a silver leg. No, I don't. I don't remember that. He does. Wait, he does? Yeah. He has one, like, from, from like, the knee down on his right leg. Like Everyone remembers him. The entire him as time? Arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the biggest Star Wars fans and Halloween costume sites get it wrong. The robot isn't all gold. He has one silver piece on his right leg. And look it up. I know, that one threw me off, too. Um, and in the, the video, again, that I was watching... It's it's hard to tell because one just like this I guess the camera like wasn't great or like the way it would reflect the light like it was hard to tell or it was mm. always from like the waist up that they're filming him or like so different different things but I mean if you really look closely you can see that he does have one silver leg and uh, I'm gonna have to go back gold. and watch the movies because some of these images have him with like a, like the cartoony images have him with a silver leg but then like some of the movie images look like a I'm gonna have to go back and watch the fucking movie, dude. No, def- definitely go back and look because, like I said, the video, the YouTube video I was watching, they had certain clips, and I was like, man, the way that the sun's hitting it, like it's very hard to tell that that it is silver. But now that you've told me that it's silver, I'm looking at it because even even the okay, the the actor, if, do you remember his name by any chance? No, not off the top of my head. Okay, so the actor who plays uh who plays C3PO. Uh, I guess in an interview, I guess they they mentioned something about like oh like the silver leg, and he's like Anthony it's always Daniels. been there. Anthony Daniels, he's like it's all I've always had, or you know C three PO has always had a silver leg, and he was talking about the uh, stills photographer that one day he's like taking you know pictures on on set, and he's like why are you, why do you have a silver leg today? And he's like C three PO has always had a silver leg. He's like no way, and so this is like the stills photographer, like somebody who's like on set every day and like yeah. was seeing C three PO, and he didn't even notice that he had a silver leg. But the actor himself has like said no, he's always had, um, you know, the silver leg. I mean, unless it's like blown off or like you know little different things like that. But he's, yeah, he has a silver yeah, leg. Yeah, because I mean it makes sense because um, C three PO is forever being fucking torn apart yeah yeah and then i mean when anakin originally made him he made him from a bunch of spare parts so i mean that would make sense but dude i i swear to god i remember him being <laughs> completely gold. gold yeah no i mean same but, I, so then even when like princess leia like at the very end of the the first movie when they i think they redo all his armor and stuff like that or like all his plating do they put a silver leg on him again, or is he? I'm gonna have to go watch the fucking movie again. Cause yeah, well, that's tripping. I'm yeah. telling you, I mean, the actor himself was like, "No, he has a silver leg." So I, I mean, if he's putting Boy, on the costume every day, right? Yes, the the person who played him for so many years. Um, and uh, if you can, if you can die on the the Luke I am your father <laughs> hill, I'm dying on fucking this hill. Alrighty, that's fine. That's fine. Um. Let's see. There's like, like I said, guys. There's uh, a list of. It's a shit forty. Time. It says forty five, but then the list is only forty, so somebody's lying, or it's a Mandela effect. Um, but the other one that I thought was interesting was the Snow White, the mirror, mirror on the wall. Oh yeah. It's not mirror, mirror on the wall. It's magic mirror on the wall. 
It's fucking crazy, dude. Now, because so many after that, so many movies and other cartoons always say mirror mirror on the wall. It's never a magic mirror on the wall. And that was another one that like I want to die on that horse too, but or die hill. on that hill too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, again, I mean, the list goes on and on. Definitely go check out the list, and we would love to hear what you guys think, what you remember or don't remember, and if any of these like line up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like Michelle said, there's a there there is a list. So if you want, go check that list out. That's on. Um, goodhousekeeping.com and i guess you could just search there for the mandela effect um like in and and it'll probably bring it up on your web on the website there's also a a video uh from cinemassacre called the mandela effect in movies so i guess i haven't watched the video but now i'm gonna go watch it because i'm assuming they might talk about this whole c3po shit um so yeah I, i i I'm going to go watch that video later to, to see what exactly is uh, in movies that I for sure thought I knew and apparently <laughs> know nothing about. Uh, so the the second most Googled thing, I put C-3PO. That's number yeah, one. Second literally is C- the second silver, silver leg. leg. Yeah. So, it happened to me right now when I Googled yeah. it. <laughs> it was funny. But Wait. We should probably wrap up now. Alrighty, guys. So that was our deep dive into uh, deep dive into the Mandela effect. Uh, I know we kind of threw a bunch of science in there and stuff like that, but uh, it's just to give us a little bit of you know possibilities of what could have happened or why people remember certain things the way that they do. Because uh, the memory, the the mind is, is a very powerful thing, and uh, we've mentioned before, and and you can remember things a certain way when they didn't actually happen happen that way so um i hope you guys enjoyed the episode uh i was just gonna say going back to the c3po thing sorry i'm like looking at pictures i think the reason why it's so hard to tell it's silver is that the silver is reflecting the gold mm. because it's like a mirror because it's silver and it's reflecting yeah. the gold so it looks like everything is gold uh, that's probably I mean, why that would make sense thinks. yeah but anyway sorry yeah <laughs> So if you want to reach out to us, guys, we do have a website. That's webelievedyou.com. We have a tab there where you can find all our social medias like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, like, share, and follow us Follow us on all those uh, social media sites. Uh, we also have a tab where you can listen to the podcast either on the website or your, on your favorite podcast listening site like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, which seems to be the favorite of people. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, do give us a five-star rating if you think we're that good and give us a review and we'll read it for you on the podcast. Uh, you can also donate if you want to. You, you all, There's also a button there where you can check out our merch uh, and click on the tab to contact us so you can share your stories. You can ask to be interviewed. Uh, if you want to be anonymous, you can be anonymous. We won't mention your name. We'll only share the info that you want to share. If you want to send in a story, you can send it in in Spanish. If you don't, if you don't uh, want to send it in English, and we can translate it for you. But if you do want to send it in English, you can please share your stories with us, guys. We want to hear from you because we believe. Do you? Do you?